This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating and about restaurants and cooking and wine and cocktails and wondering about and enjoying the places where you wind up when it's time to have a little dinner time. Where would you like to go tonight? What can I help you with? What recipe are you trying to make at home? Uh, Or anything else, I can tell you this. You can send a few things to me and tell me about some restaurants that I don't know about yet. I'm always on the lookout because there are so many of them out there and just, just really love doing it. 260-6368 260-6368 is our telephone number. I have come to just a bit, just hating that phone call. Uh, not because of the people who call on it. Them I love. And all the, also the things that I say, I love myself too. That's, uh, so we got that. But then when, um, you know, it's uh, the endless prating on about, hey, would somebody please call us? Uh, call us. It just drives me crazy. But uh, what what right do I have really to worry about that? Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number. Two six zero six three six eight. And where you been eating lately? Tell me about that. Anything anything really good and unusual? How's jazz festival doing for you? This is uh, we're going into the shank of it in a couple of days, or maybe even sooner than that. And uh, I have received, I don't know why they sent it to me, because I don't really cover the jazz festival too much anymore. Not that I have anything against it. I'm a big supporter of it. Uh, But uh, just about everything I have found that there is to know about the jazz festival, I pretty much already know. Uh, Not not perfect or anything, but uh, most of the stuff I've seen, and it's uh, it's just a replay of things that I've uh, been to before, but that's okay too. You know, it's like uh, Beethoven's Fifth. If you want to hear it again, it's easy enough, and nobody will think you're crazy. Two six zero six three six eight. Who's going to call me first this hour? I sure wish you would. I'm still having a lot of fun looking over this. What'd you say? Oh, Gregory is here. Gregory, welcome. <clears throat> Hey, Happy New Year, Tom. Good afternoon. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Did you uh, happen to be listening to this uh, wine list? I was, and I can't believe I, I want to know what date that was for that Chateau Latour at 11 bucks. <clears throat> yeah, it should have been 110 or uh, 111. <clears throat> uh, it, um, let's see. You know, it doesn't. Excuse me. I need to. Sure. Sure. Take your time. I, I had something really, uh, you know, whatever that was was. Stuck in my throat, but anyway, uh, I don't see, I don't see a a date on it. Golly! Uh, but if if I were guessing, because I I had the entire magazine that came in, so that was in the seventies, late no, no, probably early seventies. 
Okay, that makes a little yeah. sense, but I'm trying to yeah. say it would be a little bit more than that. I wonder who was, how she was. Just tell me, tell stuff. me about a, a wine that you know in your heart you'll never get a chance to taste because it's so ridiculously expensive. Well, any um, such thing well, in your life? Probably, hmm? probably Chateau Chateau Ecam. You know those great Chateau Ecam. Oh, okay. Uh, the, I'm I've, sure they have I've it. I've had Let's the privilege see. of enjoying other people's, you know, at, at certain yeah. tastings, or 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 when I was in Bordeaux. Um, uh, these, you know, this is going through, you know, a couple of decades of being in the, you know, in, in the in the wine game. But uh, I would have to say Chateau Latour is on the list too. But mm-hmm. I I was able to I was able to buy some of those back in the uh, late '80s, early '90s at a at yeah. a reasonable price when it was going for two fifty a bottle. You know. Um, so it all depends on the year in Bordeaux. It's very iffy. I wonder if they were trying to dump some juice on the market back then. Well, you never know. There was half certainly... as many people then drinking wine as there are now. There are, mm-hmm. there are a lot of astute wine drinkers now. And not, I know. not that they want to buy the big Bordeaux all the time, but we're talking about you can get a decent bottle of wine for less than 30 bucks. I mean, really, oh, really good so. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's what keeps the business going. I mean, but there are reasons for prices. It's it's availability and season most of the time. And, mm-hmm. and going back to so we can. I mean, that's that's a very rare product any year because yeah. I, I don't know yeah, if you know if, how it's made. You know, <laughs> you're very lucky. And though that's one wine, even a not so good bottle really gets better over time. It becomes more unctuous, more honey like. It's really incredible, uh, Sauterne. It's one of my favorites. Um, there's a couple other things. Um, you were talking about Louis the Sixteenth and all those old restaurants in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah. Lascal? Remember Lascal? Lascal, yeah. Um, that was. Oh boy. <clears throat> that was that. Uh, it was the one that was like a block away from Louis the Sixteenth, and it right, was run and by the where same Louis people. Right, Sixteenth went to right, and then Louis the yeah. Sixteenth moved over there to where Lascal was, which was I, that was the Smith, I think, that owned the yeah. fam. That, that's uh, exactly right. Here is for those yeah. who don't remember this or never heard of it. Uh, here was a uh, a restaurant where you, when you went there, it, it was a prefix menu, prix. Uh, F-I-X prefix, meaning meaning that the whole uh, menu has been planned out for you, so you don't order one thing at a time. You just go with the whole package. Okay, the the uh, <laughs> their uh, what, what do you call that again? The, the you still there, Greg? Gregory? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you still I'm, there? Yeah. You still there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Huh? What? I said, of course, I'm still here. I was, I was looking. Well, I wasn't, I, I wasn't exactly sure, but I, I, I lost my way on the, on the wines we were talking about here. That we were. Oh, I, I wait. I remember now. Yeah, this was uh, at, at the, the hotel, uh, restaurant, okay. uh, uh, and you went to their restaurant and you had two choices, two prefixed choices. One of them was the seventy dollar dinner, and the other one was the ninety dollar dinner. <laughs> And and they didn't have a chance of getting any significant business in there while it lasted and while it was uh, a, a kind of a hip thing to do to go there. But, brother, what were they thinking to put that on? Right. It did not last long. But while it lasted, 
It right. was um, it was terrific. It's it's uh, funny you you should mention how they staggered those prices. Now I, I can remember the adults because I was still a kid when all this was going on in the early seventies. You know, it's like twelve, uh-huh. eleven. But I, I was always a foodie at heart. I, of course, I yeah. wasn't drinking, and but um, well, I used yeah. to that'll slow you right down. Yeah. Well, no, no. What we had relatives that were, that were raised here, but they all had moved away, aunts and uncles. But whenever mm-hmm. they'd come in town, they'd take my dad and my mom out to the to the best restaurants. And this was in the seventies. That 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 could have been Commandments, could have been Brennan's. One of the great ones was Masson's. But they also used to go to the uh, Louis the Sixteenth, uh, you know, and then Lascaux. Um, that was right before my time with Scal, but I, I heard that was quite the place because mm. I remember going to Louis the Sixteenth, and they had some of the same waiters that worked at Lascal that That's you right. heard yeah. over there. And then the original chef there was a great Frenchman who died, and that's I think that's when Agnès took over. That was many years ago. I yeah, no, I re- I, I but, remember him too. He was he was uh, he was the one he who was brought about the award winner. You know, I think so. I think he yeah, was I'd, at one. Time. I'd have to look it up, but uh, he he was for real. His he had come from France. Yes, yes, yeah, just like Agnès. Well, I know. <clears throat> Agnès was from Marseille, and she had the, you know, yeah. she still does have that great knowledge of seafood. And uh, bouillabaisse that they did at Louis XVI was some of the best you could ever find. I haven't seen one like it since. I don't know if she still makes it for special parties. But, um, it's yeah, it's certainly great r- reminiscing. I wish there were still a couple of restaurants like that where you got the full Garadon service. you got the wine mm-hmm. list that goes on for like 13 chapters, you know. But uh, well, I guess it's a thing of the past. Well, it's those damn uh, millennials that screw that up. Yeah, they just want small plates and get in and get out in a hurry. I know. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's always yeah. good. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Tom. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yesterday when, yesterday when we were talking and and we got on the muffalata thing about mm-hmm. Progress Grocery and uh, and the Central, well, it made me so hungry at about 530. I went over to uh, Giolando's at Bonneville and Vets over there, and they put mm-hmm. out a great muffalata. One distinct difference. Hmm. He uses gardenera and olive salad on top of it, and I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's terrific. You know the gardenera, the uh, pickled veggies, you know the cauliflower, the mm-hmm. carrots, and the broccoli, all in there. So uh, yeah, that's that's I, what they'll tell you you were looking for in Chicago if you ever uh, you know probably turn up there. yeah probably gardenera anyway. Gardenera. Think, uh, it's gardenera. I had by forgotten the way. about Giolinos. I wanted to put out put that out to your <clears> listeners. <throat> they make one great muffalata right in the middle of Metairie. All right, mm-hmm. All right yeah. then, Tom. I'll see you. Right. Nice talking to you. Thank you. See you. What? Bob. Bob, come on in. I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you. I appreciate the invite. Uh, Tom, your last caller was talking about Chateau de Kim. Reminded yeah. me, a few years ago, we were in Northern California at a restaurant having breakfast. We were talking to another couple, and mm-hmm. he had just talked with his daughter on the phone, and she said, Dad, you are right. Cooking with wine is so good. <laughs> we, I, <laughs> For those who wonder what I'm laughing about, it's that the wine that this uh, girl was was just drinking with, you know, hardly thinking about it, uh, had one of the two or three most expensive and most difficult to find restaurants, uh, uh, wines in the whole world. So he had to. Did she survive uh, when they got together again? 
It was funny. Uh, he said, well, what wine did you use? And she said, well, I just used that bottle in the refrigerator, which was the Dechem. <laughs> and he says, I could not say a word because I encouraged her to cook with wine. <laughs> so it was uh, a funny story. He just had to laugh about it. Um, listen, our <laughs> favorite dermatologist, Dr. Bob, recommended yeah. Zazu's 126 Carrollton. Have you well, been there? If he says to go do it, uh, go do it, because uh, he has he has one hell of a palate, uh, and also he was he was one of my groomsmen at my, at our wedding. He he's a a good friend of mine, going back a long long way. So well, let's see, what are we yeah. wondering about with him? Uh, it's uh, well, the reason we we go to him is not really oh. so much for getting zapped, you know, yeah. as he oh. does each time. Is restaurant recommendations, and we we quickly went over to Zazu's yeah. and which has only been open a few months. He said he's been in there about a dozen times already and has his mm-hmm. favorite waiter. Yeah. Uh, and it was terrific. It's it, just it terrific. Really, this is what I keep hearing. I have now made six, I think, six trips over there trying to get in. It happened just this week. I get there and they say, sorry, we have a, a closed private party here. It happens, no problem. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I know that when I get there, it's it's going to be good. Also, uh, you know, for a while, Bob was uh, one of the uh, investors in Gotro's. And, of course, Zazu is kind of descendant from Gotro's in a, a sort of way. Well, yeah, the, the chef, uh, <clears throat> yeah, is, the chef is, is now is the there. owner. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I haven't been able to get in any of those times, but we keep trying. We do it every chance we get to, to take another taste of it and so far. But I'd be really surprised if that were anything less than terrific. They have one oh, it, problem, though. It's a tiny little restaurant. It's pleasant. I always liked it when it was what it was before. But get a reservation and be there on time. Uh, they, well, they that's really ex- ex- well, we left. We left his office on the way. We called, made mm-hmm. reservations. I think got in there at five o'clock or something. Yeah. You know, the early bird dinner or so. But um, but it, yeah, it was terrific. Uh, yeah. I'll well, look you forward to hearing one. what you say yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Tom. Yeah, well, tell if you. Okay, but thank you very much for calling. Stephen joins us over here on the green phone. Hey, a couple things. Just combining the news with the. Uh, with the, with your show, uh, they were talking about how the millennials weren't being able to afford their uh, their college notes, but yet they can go out to dinner and spend all sorts of money. But uh, well, that's I was true. just gonna. I mean, I paid for myself to go to Princeton, so I, my parents didn't pay for it. Um, anyway, um, when you're cooking soup. And I know you like your soups hot, but I have a, a range that has a temperature, you know, 250, you know, and I can make it 10 degrees apart. What temperature do you want your soup served at? Oh, for me, that would be about uh, 150 degrees. Okay. I've, I've, never, I've never put a time uh, meter on the... Uh, on a soup, not that it's not a good idea. I just don't yeah. remember ever having done that. I, what, what I typically do is stick my finger in it. 
<laughs> yeah. Nobody else is listening. Uh, <laughs> well, I knew you had an electric stove, so I didn't know whether you had an electric stove there. But I have a uh, induction range, and it, you know, mm. uh, it goes every ten degrees. Yeah. Uh, well, so. Uh, Jay, I just uh, take everybody's got to meet their mom and her by now. Just stick it in there yeah. and see what what's what it's getting to. My guess would be a hundred and fifty something. Okay. And probably if you were going to move it to the table, maybe 200. So by the time it gets poured out and yeah, that's and, always an issue with uh, with soups and anything else. The the best handling of it I ever saw was that when Tommy Andrade was still over at the Sazerac, mm-hmm. uh, he used to he he used to roll the table up to the table. I mean, so he had the way well, he already had it there, uh, and he had. All of these ingredients that were coming together, and he would put them in a pan, light the pan from underneath, and then added all the other ingredients while very gently stirring it and checking it every now and then. And I think there's an instinct aspect to this. Yeah. And um, last night I watched this new Italian chef that, that on uh, Channel 12 that yeah. that uh, mainlines himself as a as cooking and he tells stories afterwards but all of his vegetables that went into stuff seemed to be done on a um um uh chefinade made everything oh. so tiny 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 when he was making a soup uh-huh. they were all chopped up thinner than you could ever chop them up if you were using a knife uh, but all of his vegetables and he also uses Brown sugar in almost everything he cooks. Yeah, even a little in, bit or a lot. His, uh, just a little bit, and mm-hmm. he he puts he, his spice mix. Um, you know, also has brown sugar in it, and then he'll add a a pinch or two of brown sugar in almost everything he does. So, well, you know, I've heard he, dumber ideas than that, and that's that one is. Uh, is a pretty good one. You know, there's a lot of funny little things in it. I was talking to yeah. my daughter not long ago, and I, I, I asked her. She was doing a, a steak or something, and I said, "Did you put in the chocolate?" <laughs> I was kidding, <laughs> sort of, but I was also uh, telling the truth because uh, something I saw John Besh do once. He was doing a demonstration of something, and there was a a pretty big, juicy shank of something floating around in there. I didn't catch all the details. All I could pay attention to was that he was throwing blocks of chocolate into this pot. And I said, what's that for? And he said, try it sometime, and you'll never have to have me explain it to you again. And, indeed, it just puts this uh, extra dimension on, on the steak or on, I would think, something like a beef bourguignon but he would be even better. But it works. I, I've been doing that ever since. Yeah. Okay. And uh, where, where is he now? I don't no? know, and I'm not sure I want to know. Um, okay. I know I, well, I, mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. All I, I mean, you is, can't, your career can't be ruined by, by all this present uh, I hope not. harassment thing. Yeah. All right. Well, nice talking to you. Okay. Thank you. See ya. It's The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Our program today is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, I think. Is that right? 
I think so. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company uh, has been with us since the 1980s. And when they first opened up, the idea was, why don't we just really push this to the max and have a truly great hamburger? And uh, I, don't, I wasn't present for that, and I'm sure they wouldn't have wanted me there. But the uh, they did do that, and the first chance I got to try it, I tried it. And I thought, this is good. A couple little things that they need to deal with. I always thought it was funny that they had a very low-temperature grill, such that it would be very juicy, but hardly any crustiness at all. And would throw off gravies, and there was there are people who would love it that way, and God bless them. But to me, it was just not quite right. And uh, I mentioned that to them in a conversation once, and I don't, I, I dare not say that they were taking my thoughts about it. Why would they? But they uh, they worked that out, and now uh, those hamburgers have got a texture, just like exactly I, I would I would be looking for it. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, they prepare everything to order, all fresh. And it's not sitting under a heat lamp, and it's not coming from in the back part of the oven. It's there for you every time you order. Don't miss those great fries that look like little crescent moons. They are great. The maple, oh, excuse me, I almost blew that one. It's... Uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, some about uh, 10 locations around town. 260-6368 is our number. Call right now. We'd love to have you tell us what's going on in the food scene. Anybody? Anybody, please? Uh, the, the nature of our program is that uh, we have two kinds of shows. We have real stinkeroos. And those are the ones where nobody calls us. Then we have uh, maybe a couple of small stinkeroos, but they don't last for long. And once we're past them, uh, we just keep on going with a nice, logical conversation after that. And I would love it for you to be part of that right now. It's free. You can bring up any subject you want. Was there something you ever ate in a restaurant that you didn't really like to the point where you'll never go in again or... You know, um, making a no. Here's something you ought to be making a list for if you haven't uh, been doing it already. Mother's Day, it's the twelfth. You've got two hours. I mean, two two days. And uh, uh, there they are. And uh, mom has to be fixed up because if you don't take care of mom. Uh, she will uh, let it be known that she's not maybe entirely happy. But we'll see. You can solve it all just by getting it taken care of. If you need some prompts or some ideas along those lines, maybe something a little different, call me. Uh, This is what I do. Okay, who is there on hold? There was somebody there. Mike, Mike, welcome to the food show. Hello, Tommy. Hey, you want to get get, some, get a load of some of these wines here that you could have gotten according to this magazine back yeah, in the but everybody 1970s. everybody was making everybody was making uh, one hundred and twenty dollars a week back then. You know? Uh, well, so it's all it's all relative. You're, 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 you're <laughs> trying to you know put these curveballs on it, like and you know, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, 
Wait, there was one that really blew my mind here. Well, Chateau Latour, that's pretty bad. Let's see, this one. Uh, mm, they, they, they actually did have a, a, a one of those sweet wines. But, all right, enough, enough of that. Sorry. Hey, uh, I know what happened to all you want. Oh, <laughs> tell me. Your wife hauled it down to Antoine's for your birthday party a while back. Ah, that's true. That's, uh, mm. But you know what? That was a wonderful, wonderful, unforgettable day. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to have the guts to do it myself because I'd say, oh, no, I can't give it away. She didn't know what the hell it was even. She said, okay, well, he's got... He's got all of this. All of this is his wine. He can, you know, I, and and they took it all out and brought it into the kitchen. <laughs> I never saw it again. <laughs> I got two other things for you. <clears throat> okay, you, thing number are one. You, are you familiar with the cooking technique of a reverse sear? A reverse sear. Uh, I'm familiar with it from a from. You've no, heard of it, but you haven't done yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never heard, I've never actually done it. What What do you well, do? I was, I was, well, I was very, very, very skeptical about it because I was always I was always trained and taught that you want to get whatever you put in an oven, you want to get brown as quick as possible, you know, with a higher heat with the raw the rawness of the of what the roast of the skin or the turkey, whatever, and that that's what's going to crisp everything and get it brown with the high heat early on in the game. So it made no sense to me that you would slow cook something and then try to brown it at the end, which is essentially what a reverse sear is, okay? Yeah. You might cook you mm-hmm. might cook it at two hundred and seventy five it's sorta of, I guess it's an alternative to sous vide that, that you would do it on a low mm-hmm. heat, low and slow. And then well anyway, I had a buddy of mine do some steaks like that recently. I had never tried yeah. it myself my, and I gotta tell you, it was really good. Mm. I mean the meat the meat was tender and juicy. And the browning and the crispness of the outside was quite adequate, you know. Well, how did and Christmas I, get involved in this? Not Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Christmas, Christ, Christ, Christmas, yeah. So I think, I'm sorry, I, think I couldn't pass that one up. I think it's something, you know, some, the, the downside of, of, of using really high temperatures when you cook a steak, unless you're doing anything other than black and blue, is that sometimes you dry it out a bit if you go further oh, than yeah. that. Yep. So I think this is a way of getting around that. If you you know you get the tenderness first, and then you get the browning at the end, it seems to be the best of both worlds. The other thing, I called you a couple of times in the last week or two about my anticipation of Link's new restaurant, Gianna, opening, mm-hmm. and it's an Italian restaurant on Magazine Street. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, well, I haven't, have you? I haven't made, I haven't made it down there yet, no. but I'm looking at his menu online, and I got to yeah. tell you, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Really un- underwhelmed. Hmm. Uh, from what I understand, the woman who is the chef, head chef and part owner, she came out of Earth Saint, very skillful person. Mm-hmm. I think her people are from the Veneto region, region of, of Italy. So I was expecting something like northeastern or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And this apparently looks like it's pretty much Southern Italian cooking. Hmm. And, I mean, I'm sure it will be delicious. I'm sure the quality will be there. But, I mean, we're talking seven entrees, all the usual suspects, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, uh, this certainly uh, has some applications when it comes to going after uh, familiar tastes and prices and everything else for that matter. 
from 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 a business perspective, he probably did the smart played the smart move. You know, he, I don't doubt yeah. for a second. Familiarity always rings true around here. You know, but um, yeah, yeah, it sure does. I just, I just was I was expecting it to be a little bit more ambitious than it appears to be. It it, it looks like a menu I would expect to see at Herb Saint with an Italian twist. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But I'm going to give it a try. I'm sure it's worth trying. All right, Tommy. Have a good evening. Noel, thank you very much. See you later. It's the food show. Who? I'm sorry, what? Ben. Ben, welcome. Come on in. Hey. Hi. Hey Hey there. uh, I'm a long-time listener and a, a frequent caller, I guess. Thank you. So let me. Uh, I know you like to. Uh, yeah, I know you like to hear of uh, restaurant reports. I sure would. So, yeah. Well, I have uh, one one negative and two positives. So uh-huh. let's start off with the negative and get that out the way. <laughs> All right. Don't ask me. Uh, don't say the name until I ask you. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. um, uh, well, I may give it away by saying it's. Well, it's one of your sponsors. Oh well, we, we don't we don't put any truck in that. You don't have to worry about that. So what is it? Uh, okay. Well, and, and I frequent the restaurant, you know, once a, every couple of weeks or so. Uh-huh. But I always get the seafood. I always yeah. get the seafood. But I'm going over the I'm going over the Crescent City connection. Mm-hmm. So we might have a bad connection for a few seconds. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Are you missing me somehow? Oh, okay. It's okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, we, we tried with my wife and I and another person go uh, check out. And so we each got a, a burger. And we on the inside of a nice size. However, all three of us looked at each other and it was really kind of bland and flat. Yeah. Of course, they advertised. Advertised it being dressed, which dressed to tomato and you know pickle mm-hmm. and a little bit. Yeah. Uh, neither of us, all three, neither of us had tomato. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they were out. Did they bring it when you asked for it? Where'd he go? Oh well. Call us back, would you? I don't know what's uh, what's going on there, but it happens. 260-6368. We will come back with more of the food show in just a moment, but first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. You are listening to the food show, and every day, every day we get in here, we talk about food and restaurants and cooking and wine and all the rest of it. Our number is 260-6368. We had Ben on the phone, uh, and I think he's still there. Ben, you there still? Ben? Yeah, I got you back. I got you. I hear yes. nothing. You there? Well, I guess he's not. 260-6368. What else do we have going on here today? Um, there was something else. Huh. Well, anyway, um, oh, are we finally, uh, finally finished off the uh, peeps. The peeps, in case you uh, were wondering, this isn't the peeps in the sense of uh, the people. Uh, this is in the sense of uh, what you 
what you have when you uh, have these uh, little uh, marshmallow things that uh, are bright yellow, and some people love them and some people hate them. Uh, Doug, do we uh, are we having a problem? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. Two six zero six three. Six, eight, two, uh, six, Tom, we are having a bit of a problem. Can you hear oh, me now? You'll get right in. We'd love to hear from you about okay. wherever that is. Okay. Uh, we were looking over some of the these old menus from a long time ago, and they just keep pouring in. And they don't. Nobody ever picks them up and gets rid of them. Was that you? No. Okay. Do do do. Ba -da -ba. Do do do. Two six zero oh, six three six eight. Let's see. What else can we think of to uh, waste some time here today? We t what we do around here is we talk about food and restaurants and all of that. And I put forth an offer some time ago, hoping, uh, and for a while it was working out uh, better than I expected it to. And that is uh, for our listeners to just give us a call uh, from out of nowhere, basically, with nothing particularly in mind, and you just go with it. And uh, we uh, found ourselves in some really interesting conversations because think about this. When you are talking to somebody uh, and they reach a point where uh, the uh, uh, where they uh, there is uh, some. Uh, yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's try Bob again. Is that any better? What I just did. Bob, are you there? Ben, Ben, I'm Hello, sorry, Ben. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear can you. you. Hear me? I can hear you. Keep okay, going. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah. No, we lost connection for a minute. It um, happens. Well, no, that, that was that was a good question. Did they did they bring it to me when we asked for it? Except it was a takeout. So by the time we got home, we realized, oh. you know, when we. We were eating it. It's kind of a bland taste. And listen, I, I, I we we go to that place a couple of times a month. We love it. The yeah. food's great. Except, yeah. You know, so we were disappointed uh, with the hamburger, and none of us had tomato. <laughs> so, so I just <laughs> wanted to run that by you. I want to uh. tell them the the quality the quality of meat was just kind of it didn't have a didn't have a good meat meat taste. It was just kind of hmm. bland. bland. Okay, enough of the, enough of the negative. Let me give you the two positives. Okay. What, Can you hear me now? Cafe, okay. Yeah, Cafe Six Fifteen. It's called the home of the Wabbit in Gretna. Uh huh. In Gretna, the the that, oh the the Wabbit. It took me a second to register that 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 place is terrific. It is excellent fried chicken. Excellent fried chicken. It was voted the best fried chicken in the West Bank, and I can see why. Mm -hmm. It was great. And, uh, and and my wife had a, a crab cake, which was one of the best we've ever had. It was excellent. So, uh, and the place is immaculate. Service is great. Immaculate. So that's a big, big, big plus for that restaurant. Yeah. They uh, they did a renovation yeah. over there some years ago, and that made the final uh, touch that it needed because it was, it was always a little on the grubby side. Uh, and but the, their food was no, we, always good. We were always. very impressed. We were yeah. very, very impressed. Very impressed with everything about that, about that restaurant. Very impressed. And the mm -hmm. other positive is, um, it's uh, 
KY's bicycle shop in Swinehill. And uh, when the waitress found out that it was our first time there, the owner came over, and I figured KY must have been his initials. It was, I think, is it Keith Young or Kevin Young or something like that? Kevin Young? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's Keith Young and uh, Kenneth Young uh, runs a, a kind of a real casual place in the middle of uh, in the middle of Slidell. Slidell. And and uh, yeah, the other guy. Yeah. He so, he up. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> Let's one of us stop. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, th- there were three restaurants now. There's three restaurants run by. Um, not Keith Young. Keith Young is is the guy who has a steakhouse in Madisonville. Kevin has the the it's burgers and sandwiches mostly in the middle of the old town part of Slidell, but they have another one. Well, actually, it was now that's a different thing. Never mind. It it, it doesn't apply. But I I think their food's always been good. You? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one of the best roast beefs. We had a roast beef on Frankie's Delicious. Yep. And, and their and their seafood and their seafood platter was real real good too. We we kind of got the best of both worlds and split it, and we were very impressed with with that too. And when the waitress found out it was our first time there, went and told the owner and I think his name is Kevin. Kevin Young came over and mm-hmm. chatted with us for a few minutes and thanked us for coming. And you know we live in the Mary Kenner area, so we were going to Slidell and wanted to try it. We were very very impressed with that. So I wanted to give you. Uh, you know, those two positive reports after the first negative one. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well. Know, just wanted to let you know I was impressed. Well, nobody's perfect. Okay. Yeah. No, right, 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 right. Hmm. Okay. Well, Thanks for listening. My pleasure. Thank you very much for calling us. Uh, we are greeted by Clyde as we move towards the. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Hi. Welcome. Not report. Thank you very much. Fire so, away. Friday night, last Friday night, mm-hmm. we went to Andrea's, yeah. um, the Zurich Classic uh, Golf Tournament. Yep. So we decided, because we were driving across the bridge to Covington, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, let's go to Andrea's and see what's yeah. and It was my first time there. So hey, first, time, first time ever at Andrea's? Yeah, <clears throat> if you can imagine that. Uh, well, it's hard to imagine in one sense because all you have to do is meet him for about ten seconds, and uh, and he becomes a friend. So you had you know a good what, dinner there. No, what happened was oh, you know, Andrea is on the floor because we're gonna we're we're eating at the bar. So uh-huh. Andrea is out there, and I said, "Can I take a picture with you?" So we did a selfie yeah. picture with Andrea, and it's mm-hmm. a prized possession for me. And he's a wonderful man. The food and the the menu and the people were wonderful at Andrea's. Just, mm. and I can't even remember what we had, but it was <laughs> wonderful. Well, it was Italian food. Uh, that's pretty much safe to say that. And I think it was yeah. seafood somehow. Yeah, I'm well, not maybe sure. not. Oh well, <laughs> I, I never anyway, get them all Andrea right. Was, but mm-hmm. anyway, he was he was fun. He was a mamma mia, you know. Mamma mia. Yeah, that's what his deal. Yeah. So I said, yeah. yeah, and he said, oh, I know Tom Fitzmorris. Sure, Mamma Mia, it's the Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well. that's my report. Good night. 
Thank you very much for that. That was just right. And it occurs to me that it, we owe Chef Andrea a, uh, a visit, don't we? It's Are a mamma mia. Huh? Yeah, oh, I know that. I know that. Uh, guys? Uh, I have on my list here that we that we are to say a few words or have him say the words actually at, at Andrea's. Uh, is there anything I need to do while waiting around? No. Okay. Well, that didn't help. But anyway, our number is two six zero, and that brings to an end our program for today. But that doesn't mean we're not going to do it again tomorrow. Oh no, we can't let you off that easy. Uh, call us tomorrow and listen to us. We'd love to hear from you. The Food Show. Have a good dinner, too, more than anything else. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.